now for the incredible, amazing, stupendous, death-defying radio show, Morning Mayhem with Rob and Brian. This is the morning show on Elevate FM. We affectionately call it the morning mayhem. It's Monday, August 1st, and we call it the morning mayhem because Rob's crazy. <laughs> well, I think it's more than just me, Brian. There are two of us on this show. Well, that, that's true. That's true. And I get a little zany and stuff, but you're the only one that's been, you know, zany? medically. Did you just use the word zany? Yes. That's what are we on, like a cartoon on Saturday morning? <laughs> See, that's another example. You you are the only one on the show who's actually been medically declared unfit for the general population by a doctor. That's why. I Look, saying. I got a lot of things to say because I was gone all last week on vacation, which, by the way, I want you to know, I went ahead and used the TuneIn Radio app to listen to the morning show just to see how you guys were doing without me. And I heard you say on air that I was out working with my youth group when in fact i was with my family in niagara falls so i don't know i clearly you don't listen to me and anything that i say is not valuable to you well i'm just thinking that you obviously don't minister to your family then i was just assuming you were <laughs> ministering to the youth in your family but obviously you don't think that's part of your responsibility as a parent so <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> which brings us to the holiday that is today. Today is Respect for Parents Day, of which Rob's children have none. <laughs> obviously, because they don't. It hasn't been earned. That's, yeah, that, that may be true. <laughs> <laughs> when you have a parent that looks like me or Brian, it is hard to respect us. I, I understand that. It is a godly principle, that's for sure. But uh, when your parents are the morning mayhem then that's that's yeah that's difficult for I, both of our children frankly yeah i think if i were your child i would have trouble with the face tattoo of a care bear that you have going on <laughs> that would Look, get me i got the tat the face <laughs> tattoo of the care bear when i was very young and they were very popular and birthday bear was my favorite okay, okay. so all right. Well, no offense if anyone does have a face tattoo of a Care Bear. That's cool, you know, whatever. But um, either way, face tattoo of a Care Bear or not, or not, you should respect your parents. And that's what that's is. true. We'll be back in a little bit. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture coming out of Romans chapter 8, verse 38 and 39. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I just got to say, this is one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. I love this verse. I love this verse. Did I say I love this verse? Because <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> it is so important for us to understand this. There is nothing, nothing at all 
that can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Now, I want you to understand that. Okay, no height, no depth. Sure, yeah, we understand physical barriers can't keep us from the love of God. But there's no power. There's no government. There's no government that can make a law saying that, you know, you can't serve the Lord that can keep you from the love of Christ. There, There is nothing in creation. There's no demonic force. There's no angel. There's no supernatural being that can keep you from the love of Christ. Listen to this. There's no sin that can keep you from the love of Christ. It doesn't matter if you're a serial murderer. I mean, there's nothing that can keep you from the love of Christ. Now, love is different than forgiveness. You can be separated from God's grace. You can refuse it. You can say, I don't want it. You can say, I don't accept Jesus. But there's nothing that can separate you from his love. He will never stop loving you. N-E-V-E-R. Never, ever, ever, ever stop loving you. Nothing can make him stop loving you. Ever. It doesn't matter what you do, where you go, who you are. He will never stop loving you. You can never be separated from the love of Christ. Did I mention never? Because he's never, never. God loves you. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. We had first mentioned a event that was going to happen this summer several months ago. Um, and we mentioned it again a few months later. So since it's happened now, we thought we'd give you a little recap on it. It was called Together 2016. And it was a gathering of Christians from all different denominations on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. It happened uh, you know, about uh, two weeks ago now. and um, Oh, yeah? Yeah, but we're just starting to hear some news come out from it. Um, it actually, Jeremy Camp um, was one of the people who, uh, who spoke or who performed at it. Um, and he got to actually sit down and do an interview along with his wife, Tim Tebow, and Rabbi Zacharias nice. to talk about how nice. the event went. So it's pretty cool. They're saying, you know, it's a fantastic event, super cool, you know, really, really neat. Um, but what a great thing, you know? Yeah, I know. We were so excited about that. And uh, we talked quite a bit about it when uh, the, the news was first coming out. And, man, I I I wish that's something I could have made it to because it sounds like it would have been such an amazing event to be able to be there in Washington, D.C. and to be able to see all of that happening. Oh, absolutely. I mean, super, super cool. It's just, you know, my kids are a little too young for Washington, D.C., you know, in general. So going there would have been hard. Um, but also, uh, you know, I, I kind of wish they would have planned it for next year because uh, next year the National Museum of the Bible opens there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I remember that now. So that would have been a great confluence of events. Hey, another thing we haven't talked about, though, Rob, it's kind of not CCM news, but the Ark opened, the uh, the giant Noah's Ark thing oh, uh, up near yeah, Lexington, in, uh, Kentucky. Yeah, that's right. So it's open now? It is. It opened July 7th, I believe. So it is open to wow. the public. People are, the reviews, even, even non-Christians are saying it's pretty spectacular. That's so cool. Well, you know, I had read some other things about that, like as far as, um, uh, they they're planning an entire kind of like uh, I say amusement park, which is probably not the right word. Theme but a, park, a whole theme a park. theme park, yes. all surrounded uh, around this idea of of the of the Bible, right? Or is yes. it creation? 
both i think yeah a little bit of both okay so but man that is that, that's the first obviously i think that's kind of like the main centerpiece of the whole thing that it'll be centered around but man i cannot wait to get down there and i do plan to at some point is take my family down there and check it out because um i've heard a lot of great things about it yeah absolutely absolutely so that's your ccm news plus a little bonus news this morning you're listening to the morning mayhem show nice. This is the morning mayhem, and uh, we have your political commentary for the day here coming up. Uh, You know, each morning we try to spend time talking politics. Yes, that's what we are all about is some (laughs) some liberally conservative political views. Yeah, um, you know, here at the Morning Mayhem and at Elevate, we really try to to stay out of the whole political arena. We don't want to, you know, want to try to um, to make our opinions kind of known about the upcoming election and like. Um, there's really an election stay away coming from- up. Yeah, I don't know if you had known, but there's a presidential election that's coming up real soon. And oh, uh, I didn't yeah, know. I yeah, didn't and, hear anything you know, yet. So, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that get really hyped up and and anxious about Hillary Clinton, about Donald Trump, all these people that are running for president. And, you know, we have stayed quiet for long enough, Brian. Um, we really have. And this morning is the morning for us to kind of come out and talk about all of this and to fully step behind our candidate. And I know this is probably, I don't know, I don't want to rub people the wrong way, but we need to come out and talk about who we support. And so... Well, uh, I was kind of hoping that there might be another candidate, like a third party might come into the race, you know, give me another choice. And and I didn't want to ruin the surprise, but but that is the case. That is the case. And the, uh, the, the candidate, the third candidate that we are fully stepping behind is... The cat in the hat. And uh, we just really <laughs> stand behind yes, yes. some of uh, his beliefs and yes. um, his political savvy. Now, you know, really. I mean, what, what are some of the things that well, you like? Who's his running mate? Thing one or thing two? No, they're both running with him. Thing one uh, and they thing do, two are running they with him. They do love him. to run. Yes, they do love to run. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic timing on this because uh, there's been so many people talking about wanting a third candidate. So anyways, apparently the cat in the hat announced on Tuesday um, that uh, that he is running for president <laughs> with uh, thing one and thing two outside the childhood home of their creator, Theodore Geisel. Geisel. Yeah. Okay. Better known as Dr. Seuss. And right. uh, so anyways, the event apparently served as the official launch for the new Random House book, One Vote, Two Votes, I Vote, You Vote. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kind, kind, of, uh, kind of interesting there. I haven't seen or heard anything about this book. All that I saw was that Cat in the Hat is running for the president. And if he's not on the ballot... I will be writing him in. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. We got a little political on you. Hope it didn't rub you the, the, the wrong way this morning. But just know, I stand behind Cat in the Hat. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. It is Monday, August 1st. We have your daily dose coming out of Romans 8, 38, 39. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
Yeah, this verse is truly one of my favorite verses in scripture. Um, I love I love how it describes the love of God to us and that there is nothing in this world, uh, whether things that we can see or otherwise, that can keep us from the love of God um, that is in, that's shown through Christ Jesus. I mean, God God sent his very own son to this this earth in order to show us the full extent of his love that 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 he loved so much that he was willing to allow his own son to die on a cross for us even while we were still sinners even while we were still walking in defiance of god he sent his son to die for us and that to me is a really beautiful thing but i also think it's important to note here that the love of god doesn't mean necessarily that you are saved already um, there's steps that you have to take in order to to live fully for Christ. You to have that because sometimes I think people kind of mix up the idea of God loving us to equaling salvation, and that's not necessarily the case. God does love you even when you are far from Him, even when you are um, um, mired in sin. He still loves you and pursues you and desires that you have relationship with him, that you walk away from your dirt, that you walk away from all of that, that you allow him to cleanse you with the blood of Jesus and to be fully in relationship with him. And that's what God desires. He's a father who desires to see his sons and daughters rise up and live a life that glorifies him and that honors him. And so may you live in that today, no matter how far you've gone, no matter where you've been in your life, no matter what mistakes you've been, know that you have a father whose hand is out waiting to walk with you calling you out of your sinfulness waiting to walk with you in in love and in eternal life and that is the blessing of having a god that loves us so desperately this is the morning mayhem on elevate fm this is the morning mayhem show here on elevate fm i am brian i'm back with rob for the first time this summer (laughs) wait a minute not the first time this summer, okay? I've been away a little bit, but I'm back now. I was at Niagara Falls with the family, and now I'm back here in the studio with you. I just need a little time away from you, as everybody who listens to this station can understand. <laughs> well, I will say uh, that that's probably true. I think I need some time away from myself sometimes. Um, <laughs> But that's hard to get. So I do want you to be able to go on vacation, you know, kind of, because, you know, life can get, you know, grinding it out. It can get boring. You got to have something fun to do. And I wouldn't want you to end up like this 30-year-old man from Olympia, Washington, who was was just bored. You know, life was just boring for him. So he he had actually run a a stoplight and a police pulled him over and they, you know, checked his license and uh, license was valid. No convictions, no warrants, you know, no criminal history. God doesn't exist yeah. in the system so you know he's probably going to get a warning or a small ticket yeah but when yeah. The, when the cop comes back up to the car the dude just peels out and takes off so now what? oh man here's the situation cop, oh yeah you got a moment now now right. something's happening yeah so the cop jumps in his car you know and he flips on the sirens he's calling for backups chasing they chase this guy 49 miles through two Whoa. counties before the guy finally loses control. It lasted more than Whoa. an hour. The whole chase wow. lasted more than an hour. They, the guy finally lost control, hit a fence, and was arrested. <clears throat> Whenever wow. they, like, you know, it, it, it asked him, you know, interrogated him, interviewed him, I don't know, asked him, <clears throat> questioned him what was going on, he was like, I was bored. I thought it'd be fun. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's what he said? Yes. Like, well, I, they, well there's not a direct quote, but the, what they said is apparently... 
The man oh, appears to have instigated goodness. the police chase for fun because wow. he claimed to be bored. Oh, man, that is such a bad idea because yeah. now he's going to go in and he's going to end up spending jail time for this. Yeah, and he just bored, didn't have anything better to do. He's like, might as well wow. get a high-speed chase with the police. Wow. Look, if you are bored, come on over. We'll hang out with you. Don't run from the police, okay? Please. There's so many things that you can do. Don't run from the police. That is such a bad idea. <laughs> I would completely agree with that. And normally, yes. I don't agree with anything you say. So that's that's true. <laughs> so, again, if you're bored, just play Monopoly or something. Well, that might make yes. you more bored. I don't know. This <laughs> is the might morning make you more show. bored. <laughs> this is the Morning Mayhem Show. Rob and Brian, present and accounted for, sir. <laughs> that's us. We're here. We're ready that to roll. right. We are here, ready to rock, ready to roll. Today is Monday, August 1st. I, I, August 1st. What it's happened August, to people. July, man? It's gone. It is absolutely gone. I am always blown away. And I know it's one of those things everybody says all the time. But I cannot believe how fast June and July goes. And we're done. It's gone. June and July are absolutely gone, and we're already into August. I know. This week, we've got people going back to school here. Um, you know, Graves and Callaway are going back this week, I believe. Marshall it's goes bananas. back next week. Uh, it is absolutely out of control. Somebody needs to check. We need, like, an audit on the calendar. I think somebody's messing with the <laughs> clocks here. You know, somebody somebody's going house true. to house, and they're retuning clocks. You know, they're messing with the the, the rotation of the of the planets. These yes, days are it's like true. Well, four and I've hours been long. on vacation for half of July, so that made <laughs> it go right. by pretty fast for me. <laughs> well, there there is a, a silver lining in this dark cloud, and that is that today's a holiday. If you can believe it. Imagine that. Yeah. We've, I don't think we've ever... Have we ever talked about any holidays on the show before? I, there's never That's been a holiday in my do. entire life. I've never even <laughs> known it. <laughs> Today is Girlfriend's Day. Now, you could mean oh. think this is like if you're like a middle school kid and you send a note that says, do you want to go out with me? Check yes or check no. Or I tend to think it's like girlfriend like it's like <laughs> girls buddies like girls these are like who girls have female friends that hang out and like go to chick flicks and you know buy five inch heels and yeah yeah and i don't like, know um yeah, Shop and for like purses. the the, the, get, the sisterhood of the yaya traveling pants or something. That's right. Wasn't now, that a thing? We're not we're not stereotyping. <laughs> we're not saying that all women do this because all women don't. But there's a specific group of women that hang yes, out with the girlfriends and they go and like look at things that are called like Vera Bradley. I don't even know what that is exactly. <laughs> and they, you know what I mean. And they, they we are such idiots. They talk about different colors of lipstick called like raspberry rose and you know glimmering sunshine. Yes, yes. Okay. If that's you, today is your day. Today is your day. This is since you already brought it up. I want to know. When you were in school, did you ever send the note that said, do you like me? Check yes or no. That's what I want to know. Well, I will tell you that I have sent those notes. And <laughs> if, did you ever get a positive response back? That's the next question. Uh, that's That was the part I wasn't going to tell you. 
Um, but but I can tell you, there You're was plead well, the okay. On that one, <laughs> there was one time I got a positive response. Um, oh, yeah, it was it was on my wedding day. I handed her the note, <laughs> "Will you marry me?" Yes, and she checked yes. We've been it was married kind ever of an since. awkward, yeah. quiet silence there for a minute while it was he a really the note. quiet ceremony. Yeah. She's, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I I remember that actually fondly because I was there at your wedding, so I, I actually remember that moment. Well, and, was that before was or after? Was that before or after they hauled you out for objecting to the? <laughs> Don't marry him. <laughs> it's it's a, it was after. Okay. I, I tried to make an back entrance in, back yeah. in, and it was it was rough. <laughs> you had good security at your wedding. I, I remember that. I did. <laughs> this is morning mayhem. This is the morning mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture coming out of Romans chapter eight, verse thirty-eight and thirty-nine. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I just got to say, this is one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. I love this verse. I love this verse. Did I say I love this verse? Because <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> it is so important for us to understand this. There is nothing, nothing at all that can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Now, I want you to understand that. Okay, no height, no depth. Sure, yeah, we understand physical barriers can't keep us from the love of God. But there's no power. There's no government. There's no government that can make a law saying that, you know, you can't serve the Lord that can keep you from the love of Christ. There, There is nothing in creation. There's no demonic force. There's no angel. There's no supernatural being that can keep you from the love of Christ. Listen to this. There's no sin that can keep you from the love of Christ. It doesn't matter if you're a serial murderer. I mean, there's nothing that can keep you from the love of Christ. Now, love is different than forgiveness. You can be separated from God's grace. You can refuse it. You can say, I don't want it. You can say, I don't accept Jesus. But there's nothing that can separate you from his love. He will never stop loving you. N-E-V-E-R. Never, ever, ever, ever stop loving you. Nothing can make him stop loving you, ever. It doesn't matter what you do, where you go, who you are, he will never stop loving you. You can never be separated from the love of Christ. Did I mention never? Because never, never. God loves you. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. All right, by now we've all seen this story. We've had it happen to a friend of ours. They are sitting at their computer and they get a pop-up window that says, you know, your computer's been infected by a virus. Click here. <laughs> and they click there. And oh, then the next know, screen. You can't click there. You can't right. click it. The, the next screen says, sucker, now we have all of your files encrypted with this horrible virus this horrible mm. malware and if you ever want your photos of your kids back again you've got to pay three thousand dollars <laughs> to this weird wow. western union account in russia yeah. or china or yeah. somewhere within the next 24 hours and you've got like 24 hours to go 
find some some way to do this. I actually mm-hmm. knew somebody that this happened to. And stop it, really? Yes. I hadn't heard and, of this one. This is new to me. I have not. Oh, heard this, this is you've not heard of ransomware. This is huge. No. So uh-uh. here's the crazy thing: they would only take an, a payment in Bitcoin, and the person had like 48 oh. hours to find somewhere to turn money into Bitcoin. They had to go get a loan from their bank. Then they had to go find this wow. crazy place in New York that it would exchange it to Bitcoin, and then they still weren't going to get it in time. So they emailed the people, and the people were they were like, "I'm so sorry, I'm trying, but the place says it will be Monday morning before they can get, transfer you the Bitcoin." And they were like, "Well, at least the people were nice." They emailed back. They were like, "Oh, that's all right. We'll give you an extension. Don't worry about it. They're oh, great customer man. service. The ransomware people." So wow, yeah. So this is the big new thing because like they lock up your files, and you know they they're lock, they're encrypted. They encrypt them on your computer, and they can't they, you can't get them unencrypted without wow. paying a ransom. That is, that's just bananas. Yeah. So, of course, um, this uh, is a huge, terrible thing because now they have a huge incentive to do this, right? Because they can get people yeah. generally oh, yeah. pay. So, a bunch of uh, organizations have teamed up to start a website called nomoreransom.org. And, of course, okay. it's typical best practice site. It says, you know, do this, don't do that. Don't open attachments from people you don't know. Use antivirus software. But then here's the really cool part. They will – you can upload your encrypted files, and they will unlock them, will de-encrypt them if they can with one of the 160,000 decryption keys Whoa. that they have for free. And their goal is wow. they want to break the back financially of these ransomware writers where there's they have no incentive to keep doing this because they're not getting paid. Right, right, right. Man, a hundred. you said 160,000? Decryption, decryption codes yeah wow that's nuts man and yeah i've never this is the first i've ever heard of that but that is really terrifying to think about all your photos being like locked up and possibly like destroyed man that would be rough yes which is why you should use either an off-site backup service to the cloud or you should take an external hard drive every so often and back up all your files to it disconnect it from your computer put it in your fire safe where if your house burns down it won't burn and um and then you at least have those those files because Absolutely. even yeah i mean you know you're this ransomware is a real deal so anyway yeah. no more ransom.org hopefully you never need it but that's where it Absolutely. is super cool that they're doing this this is the morning mayhem show Seventh time down. Of course, they're from Kentucky. They're blowing up. They got top radio single in the country a few weeks ago. Um, They recently played at a fair in Indiana. Prior to the show, they took some time off to check out a local petting zoo and other animals at the fair. Uh, They were tweeting about it. They pointed out not all the animals at the petting zoo were suitable for petting. They had a petting zoo that also included a tiger and a timber wolf. So, Whoa. Yeah. Um, the reason I bring this <laughs> Be up. Be cautious with those, okay? Yeah. Just watch your fingers. <laughs> Funny story, but the reason I bring this up is because I noticed it says they were playing at a fair in Indiana. And it totally took me back to about 1995 when okay. me and you, maybe, and somebody okay. else, I think our friend Dale, went to a county fair in Ohio to see DC Talk. Okay. I feel like maybe I remember this. Yes, because like very vaguely. Because we've heard that DC Talk was playing at, at a county fair. It was before Jesus Freak dropped. And okay. they played Jesus Freak. And we got Jesus Freak t shirts. 
and there was a guy named Louie there who our youth minister knew who had been in the Audio Adrenaline Big Big House music video, and we yes. saw him there, and we're like, Louie! And, you know. That's right. Yes, I do remember that now. I do remember that. And it was so random because here is DC Talk, who had been on the cover of People Magazine, who had been doing stadium tours all around the country. Yeah. And oh, we yeah. saw them with like 250 people on a dirt track uh, yes. with a stage in the middle of a, of a field on like a, a, a you know derby car track, uh, yeah. dirt race yeah, car track. Yeah, I totally remember in that. In a random county fair in Ohio. That's right. Yeah, I absolutely remember that now. <laughs> and I think back, I don't think I would have ever remembered that, but I do remember it now. Well, I just think back. It's like you know these artists going around and they do these huge, massive shows, and then the next day they're at a random county fair in Ohio for two or three hundred people. Yep. So yep. that's awesome. I think that's where that's Seventh awesome. Time Down was this week. Yeah, that's that sounds about like what they're they're doing. And watch out for those uh, wolves. You yeah, just be careful. They'll around get them. you. This is Morning Mayhem. <laughs> This is the Morning Mayhem Show. It is Monday, August 1st. We have your daily dose coming out of Romans 8, 38, 39. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yeah, this verse is truly one of my favorite verses in Scripture. Um, I love, I love how it describes the love of God to us, and that there is nothing in this world, uh, whether things that we can see or otherwise, that can keep us from the love of God um, that is in, that's shown through Christ Jesus. I mean, God, God sent His very own Son to this this earth in order to show us the full extent of His love. That 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 he loved so much that he was willing to allow his own son to die on a cross for us. Even while we were still sinners, even while we were still walking in defiance of God, he sent his son to die for us. And that, to me, is a really beautiful thing. But I also think it's important to note here that the love of God doesn't mean necessarily that you are saved already. Um, there's steps that you have to take in order to to live fully for Christ, you to have that because sometimes I think people kind of mix up the idea of God loving us to equaling salvation, and that's not necessarily the case. God does love you even when you are far from Him, even when you are um, um, mired in sin. He still loves you and pursues you and desires that you have relationship with him, that you walk away from your dirt, that you walk away from all of that, that you allow him to cleanse you with the blood of Jesus and to be fully in relationship with him. And that's what God desires. He's a father who desires to see his sons and daughters rise up and live a life that glorifies him and that honors him. And so may you live in that today, no matter how far you've gone, no matter where you've been in your life, no matter what mistakes you've been, know that you have a father whose hand is out waiting to walk with you, calling you out of your sinfulness, waiting to walk with you in in love and in eternal life. And that is the blessing of having a God that loves us so desperately. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. Attention all listeners, you are about to hear the voices of trained professionals. Do not try this at home. It's Morning Mayhem with Robin Bryan.
This is the Morning Mayhem show right here on Elevate FM. I'm your host, Brian. I'm also here with Mike. Yes. The Mike <laughs> is my um, my Chicago alternate personality. Oh, when you go to Chicago? Because I actually was talking about my microphone, Mike, not you. Oh, yes, yes, Mike. Well, that's the, the other one. That's yeah. the other, other Mike. Yes. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that that's who you're referring yeah, to. Your name is Rob. So all I do is sit here and you talk into my face. <laughs> that's pretty much how it works, yes. <laughs> that sounds like most of my existence, actually, is you sit here and talk loudly into my face. And yes. that's pretty much, that's all I do. <laughs> well, listen, we we can stop talking this morning because today is National Coloring Book Day, and we can just demonstrate coloring. That'll be great radio. So we'll just demonstrate so you coloring. Know what? You know what? This is actually interesting because coloring books, I feel like, are having a comeback. Oh, Have you yes. felt this? Yes. Like, in all seriousness? Yes, the, the, the like adult coloring books with the complicated yes. designs and patterns and whatever. Yes. And you see like a lot yeah. of libraries have, you know, coloring days and they have senior citizens that come and color and yes, it's huge yeah. right now. And then the and well, here's you know, the big I thing. Mean, I, the adult coloring books with the complicated patterns, they cost like twenty dollars instead of two. My wife got one for Christmas and it's um it's got all these elaborate, beautiful uh, scriptures and uh, inspirational sayings and stuff like that. But they really are like I know so many people that actually are doing those now yeah it's just nuts i mean it's just a totally like i mean i color with my kids sometimes and it can be kind of fun but i just i, I guess people say it's relaxing you know it's just a, yeah a way to yeah relax. and I, I mean i can i can see that because i i love doing like artwork and design and stuff like that and i've not yet done any of them but i can actually really i could see how that could be very like soothing and kind of relaxing and calming just to sit there and color <laughs> Well, today maybe the it's day bringing for it. back some of that childhood wonder. There you go, <laughs> National Coloring Book Day. You heard it here first. Morning mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. It's Tuesday, August second. We have your daily dose from Revelation five twelve. In a loud voice, they were saying, "Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise." Yeah, this is from that section of Revelation, and John is having this vision of heaven, and um, and and to me, this this statement is is such a beautiful one because it is a pure proclamation of who Jesus is. In this statement, worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. This is what he deserves. This is this is a statement of who Jesus is and what he deserves from his people and his followers. And and I think ultimately, no matter who we are, no matter what your beliefs are here while you're on earth, you will find a moment in the life that is after this one that you will find a moment to be able to say this before Christ the Lamb. Regardless of what your beliefs were here on earth, there will come a moment where you will stand before the Lamb and this will be the statement that you will likely make, is worthy is the Lamb. And may each of us, may each one of us live our lives in proclamation of who he is. This is what our life ought to look like. This is what our life ought to be saying, is worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. May our life be about bringing these things to Christ and bringing the attention to him that he deserves for the love that he showed on the cross for us. May you show that in your life today. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM.
Building 429 announced late last week that they are going to join forces once again with Colton Dixon this fall. The two groups are slated to join together for the Earthshaker Tour, featuring more than 20 stops across the country. The tour comes from the song on the Building 429 album, Unashamed. It will also feature special guests finding favor and will kick off October 20th, not too far from right here, over in Springfield, Missouri. Yes, and that is the Earthshaker Tour, not... The Salt Shaker Tour, which is a completely different tour altogether. Totally different tour. And I wonder, um, Springfield's, I don't know, four and a half, five, maybe six hours from here. Do you think we'll feel the tremors? Well, I mean, I think that's certainly a possibility. And I, uh, you know, I encourage people to go and visit it and just make sure that you're not near any glass windows that you're not near any like tall structures that might t- fall over. Just be in a safe room. Maybe, maybe stand lots in the doorway. And yes, in the doorway do. or a bathtub, you know, something like that. Yes, that's <laughs> going to be a little hard at the concert venue, but, you know. Yes, yes. If, that's I cannot express. You do. I cannot express enough that, that this is the Earth Shaker Tour, not the Salt Shaker Tour that's being run by Morton Salt right now. Yes, I think it's at Cracker Barrel today. I think that's where that tour is. It's going to Waffle House later. I'm going to stop at um, McDonald's, actually, after that. Yes, yes, it is. This is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem show right here on Elevate FM. Now, if you are looking for some real estate, we occasionally, you know, we'll do a little segment on real estate that's for sale around the country that might be of yes. interest to you. There is a house. I think I know the story you're going to talk about. <laughs> I'm really excited about this. <laughs> there, there is a house. Uh, it's in the Bay Area of San Francisco. Yes. Um, Yes, it, uh, it, it's been reduced in price. It started out in 2015 at $4.2 million, reduced twice. Now it's sitting at 3.2. So you could get a real steal perched on a hillside overlooking Interstate 280 is a 2,730-foot yes. square home, three-bedroom, two-bath. It is Fred and Wilma Flintstone's it- house. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yabba dabba do time. <laughs> it is, man. It is. Uh, it was designed um, by William Nicholson in 1976 to experiment with new building materials uh, and techniques. Looks just like you know the Flintstone house from the, from the movies. Um, yeah, it's really bizarre looking. I'll just say that. They say it looks like the Flintstone house, which it does in a way, but it also looks like weird alien fish type things like i can't it's really bizarre looking i think it looks like something my kids would make at the beach like a sandcastle yes that that's true and it says that the guy in in experimenting with new building methods it says that he sprayed concrete onto weschmeyer frames and giant inflated balloons to create a bubble like look which is exactly what it looks like like some of the a lot of the windows are kind of like circle shaped and it's really crazy looking and i can't it's crazy for me to think like who is going to pay 4.2 million dollars for this house I am not sure, but it's not going to be me. That's what I'm sure of. But if you want to check it out, we'll put it up on our um, Facebook page so you can see the Flintstone house in case you're looking for a Meet vacation. Meet the home. Flintstones. It's a yabba dabba dude time. A yabba dude time. 
This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of Scripture today, and it comes out of Revelation chapter 5, verse 12. It says this, In a loud voice they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. This is, of course, a scene in heaven, angels around the throne, uh, praising the Lamb, praising Jesus. And now they're praising him, but he's not in glory in the scene. He's not... You know, in majesty, you'll see Jesus other places in Revelation as a white rider with a sword coming out of his mouth and King of Kings, Lord of Lords tattooed on his thigh and just this amazing, powerful scene. In this scene, he's a lamb who's been slain. I mean, he's looking like a sacrifice, bloody, bleeding, bruised, beaten. It's a scene of humility. And in the midst of this scene of humility, these angels are crying out. He's worthy of power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. It's pouring out these adjectives of praise on him because it is by the very virtue of Christ's sacrifice for us, the very virtue of this act of humility and sacrifice, that he deserves all, our, all of our honor and glory. So think about that. As you know, we say, worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb. We are saying, God, you are so great and so worthy because you did so much to save us. So may you do that today. May you honor him in that way when you worship him. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your uh, daily cricket news. Because, you know. Of course, because (laughs) we like to talk about sports that we don't understand. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and I truly, I don't understand cricket at all. All like, I know is that it's like baseball, except it looks like the bat's been run over by a steamroller. Yes. And they bowl the pitch. Like they throw it. Oh, do they really? Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's under. Is it on the ground? No, they skip it, I think. I think the pitch skips off the ground. I believe this just, this just absolutely explains the fact that we don't have a clue what we're talking about, which is why I talk about this story. Well, In fact, I probably maybe I should have done a little bit of research about cricket before I started talking about this story. And the other thing about it is I think the reason they call it that is because all they hear is crickets in the stand because it's so boring that nobody would watch it. <laughs> nobody cares anything about it. I will tell you this. I drive by this park on a regular basis near where I live and on uh, on Sunday mornings specifically there is a group that is always playing cricket out in the morning and i don't know why i don't know why they're here playing and i don't get what they're doing but anyways they're out there but now this is something that all of us can relate to is sometimes rain gets in the way of you playing sports outside right and you know either the field gets rained out it's too wet it's too soggy whatever and what can you do about it nothing there's nothing you can do about it unless apparently you're a wealthy snob who plays cricket because if you are, then you probably also own a helicopter. And right. yes, what apparently, apparently, this guy who was uh, going to um, to attend the cricket match uh, went and decided, well, the 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 match is going to be canceled because the field is too wet. Well. He decided, I'm going to go ahead and take my helicopter and try and dry off the field so that I can watch this match. (laughs) Did he tell anyone first? And I, yes, and I promise you, this guy 
I don't know if it's him or his pilot, flew his helicopter out and hovered over the ground by about maybe six feet or so and drove his helicopter all around to try to blow all the water off the field so they could get on with the match. How ridiculous is that? Hey, you know, if you own the helicopter, you know, I mean, might as well use it, right? (laughs) Well, the disappointing thing is that after all of that, it still wasn't dry enough to actually play the game. Of course not. Even though... You just moved all the water around. Exactly. I have to say, if if you own a helicopter, that's a pretty awesome use of it, is to dry fields off. I, I, I would do it. I think that sounds pretty awesome. But there's a lot of things I would do with a helicopter if I actually owned one. I think I would uh, be like the Miami Vice or the A-Team and, you know, be like leaning out, flying around with the doors open all the time and headphones oh, yeah. on and yeah. swooping oh, down yeah. and like picking people yeah. up, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like just sitting on the edge of it with a machine gun or just a pretend one. I wouldn't actually shoot anything. It would probably be like like a water gun. Is yes, what a, I would, yes, a super that soaker. would be That's what awesome. I would use over. Flying around with a super soaker, hanging out the door with those headsets. That's on. That is fantastic. Okay, if you own a helicopter, you need to call up to the station right now. Because and we'll go get our water guns right now. We'll be waiting. This is the morning mayhem on Elevate FM. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. Rob and Brian here. Tuesday, August 2nd. We talked this morning about how today is National Coloring Book Day and how there's it's a big movement in the country for adults to relax yes. by coloring. Your library groups meet together. They have these intricate yep. pattern coloring books that are pretty expensive that uh, yeah. people do. But, you know, there are other ways to, to relax, to calm down, to unwind. And there's another holiday today that encapsulates that. Today is National Night Out Day. You know? Night Get a babysitter. Grab oh. yeah, no, isn't that weird night out night maybe um, yes but it's uh it's you know get a babysitter uh you know take the husband take the wife and go out to dinner go out to a movie go out and you know just sit sit in a park somewhere and open the moon roof and watch look at the stars I don't know just uh, take a night out get away relax uh, that to me should also be National Babysitter Day you yes know, it should be you're gonna have to call a babysitter yes unless you don't have kids and then you just are we're all jealous of you because you could take a night out whenever you want <laughs> whenever you want and then you're not really celebrating because you have it all the time and your date doesn't cost twice as much because you're not paying for dinner a movie and a babysitter exactly so. exactly the bane of the married person's existence is paying the babysitter <laughs> yes, yes it's like how many is there anybody in our family that can watch the kids no is there any like really like close friends who've been asking for them over that like it could almost be like a play date with their kids we could make no yeah uh, we gotta get a babysitter I feel like I feel like currently we're paying bitter babysitters at levels which should expect the fact that they should have like a masters in babysitting science like that's what i feel like because i'm like what in the world am i paying for because three quarters of the time my child is asleep when you're just sitting on my couch yeah on facebook that's what you're doing (laughs) and then and and then they, you know, a lot of the babysitters, they want to charge per child. So it's like, oh, five dollars oh, an hour. Oh, my goodness. Per child. So if you have three kids, per child. now you're paying $15 an hour. Like, right. that's, you know, right. that's a For lot of money. For you to literally sit on my couch playing on Facebook on your phone, that's what I'm paying you to do. So I negotiate by uh, the night. I'm just like, hey, you want to babysit? Sure. Okay, we'll pay you $20 for the night. And exactly. then, you know, when they get there, I've got six kids over. I brought over all the neighbor's kids, too. Ha! Show you, yes, babysitter. Yes, yes, 
<laughs> this is I like mayhem. this. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. It's Tuesday, August 2nd. We have your daily dose from Revelation 5.12. In a loud voice they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Yeah, this is from that section of Revelation, and John is having this vision of heaven, and um, and and to me, this this statement is is such a beautiful one because it is a pure proclamation of who Jesus is. In this statement, worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. This is what he deserves. This is this is a statement of who Jesus is. Is and what he deserves from his people and his followers. And, and I think ultimately, no matter who we are, no matter what your beliefs are here while you're on earth, you will find a moment in the life that is after this one that you will find a moment to be able to say this before Christ the Lamb. Regardless of what your beliefs were here on earth, there will come a moment where you will stand before the Lamb and this will be the statement that you will likely make, is worthy is the Lamb. And may each of us, may each one of us live our lives in proclamation of who he is. This is what our life ought to look like. This is what our life ought to be saying, is worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. May our life be about bringing these things to Christ and bringing the attention to him that he deserves for the love that he showed on the cross for us. May you show that in your life today. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. So we all know how this goes. Yesterday we talked about ransomware. Today we're going to talk about robocalls. How many times do you see some random phone number show up on your phone and you answer and it is an automated call saying something like, there is not a problem with your current credit card, but this is regarding oh, your credit card my account. Goodness. So I was oh, talking to goodness. a guy the other day who got that call. He doesn't even have a credit card. I mean, oh, they're totally businesses, just robot calling, different numbers, so you can't block them. So, so annoying. I don't know. I don't know how it happened, but recently something something must have happened because recently, like since the beginning of the summer, I have been getting those calls all the time. Whereas I wasn't getting them at all, but now it's like all the time. Like I'm getting them like maybe at least once or twice a week. I'm getting those calls now. Well, and it makes me want to lose my mind. You're not the only one because the FCC is getting more complaints over spam calls, robocalls than anything else. You know, a couple of years ago was the no call list. Everybody got on it. We're still getting right. calls. So uh, the FCC has ordered the telecom companies to to find a way to block those calls for free. So AT&T's chief executive is leading a strike force with a bunch of other people uh, that they are going to try and find a way to give, as they say, meaningful control to consumers over the calls and texts they receive. But it's going to take collective action by the industry. So it's still probably a long mm. way off. In the meantime, right. though, the other part of the story, in the meantime, is that Google has just made it easier for Nexus or Android One device owners to tell if a call is spam and block it. They just updated oh, their really? phones with a built-in spam blocker. 
Um, so it, it, when, oh, when the call, there's going to be or when they call, a red screen is going to pop up with a warning that says "suspected spam caller," and you can then either block or report the number. Um, if you you know if you answer it, it is spam. You can block it or report it, and Google will flag it. Uh, yeah. Market is spam. So there's there's some stuff going on. So I know we're all annoyed by this, but good news is Strikeforce be informed. Google's taking some action on it. I'm sure in the next few months we'll have tons of developments in this. Apple, where you at? Come on now, <laughs> we're waiting on you. Come on, Apple, take a bite out of this one. That's right. There's the pun for the day. This is morning. Thank Mayhem. you. Funny thing about Mandisa. Mandisa has the song "Good Morning." It's a big hit for her. Um, Good morning. That's right. That, was I, a yeah, gr- that, like that sounded just like her. Thank you. Thank wow. you. I've been practicing on that all day. Are you, are you like an impressionist? I mean, yes, I am. I yes. thought Mandisa was in the studio. No, 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 no I'm for sorry. A I made. I'm a depressionist. <laughs> yes, yes. Like I, I depress I people that. when I do that. I can see that. <laughs> so um, anyway, she just posted the other day. This is a funny thing. She said, it's so ironic because I often sing uh, good morning at night way more than I do in the morning. <laughs> yes, I can see that. <laughs> she does it in these concerts. But the funny thing is, she said, truth be told, I really prefer it that way. I think she's more of a night person than a morning person to begin with. Yes. Yes, so, yes. This story just makes me think about how many, you know, songs do artists, um, they're kind of niche or, or, or interesting, you know, quirky songs that end up becoming big hits for them that they have to, oh, like, sure. perform. So I think of Audio Adrenaline and, like, Big House. Like, they had to have hated Big House by Oh, yeah. right, yes, because they, they played it for, like, 10-plus oh, years. At every single, like, people chanting yes. for the song. And it's such a VBS song. Oh, I mean, it's a great song, but making the oh, emotions yeah. and the... You know, like how many songs like that are, you know, the W's, The Devil is Bad when they were around. Oh, that was a great song. I loved that. So many quirky songs, though, that, you know, these artists must be like, oh, I'm so Just sick hate. of this. Just like, why, why do I have to play this? So I, I kind of get the sense Mandisa might end up feeling that way about Good Morning after a while. Yes, I, I think that might be the case. And I think it's also very ironic that she doesn't really like mornings, which yes. I can understand because I have to do mornings with you all the time and I don't like them. That, so it makes them better since you're with me. Yes. Since you don't well, like Well, not so much. This <laughs> is <laughs> Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture today, and it comes out of Revelation chapter 5, verse 12. It says this, In a loud voice they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. This is, of course, a scene in heaven, angels around the throne, uh, praising the Lamb, praising Jesus. And now they're praising him, but he's not in glory in the scene. He's not, you know, in majesty. You'll see Jesus other places in Revelation as a white rider with a sword coming out of his mouth and King of Kings, Lord of Lords, tattooed on his thigh and just this amazing, powerful scene. In this scene, he's a lamb who's been slain. I mean, he's looking like a sacrifice, bloody, bleeding, bruised, beaten. It's a scene of humility. And in the midst of this scene of humility, these angels are crying out. He's worthy of power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. It's pouring out these adjectives of praise on him because it is by the very virtue of Christ's sacrifice for us 
the very virtue of this act of humility and sacrifice that he deserves our all of our honor and glory. So think about that. As you know, we say, worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb. We are saying, God, you are so great and so worthy because you did so much to save us. So may you do that today. May you honor him in that way when you worship him. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. Morning Mayhem with Robin Bryan starts right now. Good morning. This is Wednesday morning, August 3rd, and you are listening to 89.7 Elevate FM, positive, encouraging, uplifting, great Christian music, and best of all, the Morning Mayhem Show with me and Rob. Right you know here, that's right. Long. That's right. The Morning Mayhem Show. We, You know, honestly, we joke, we kid, we love to do the show. We have so much fun. We're so glad you're it's waking up with us. Um, it is it's just, it's really an honor for us and a privilege to be able to get up super early in the morning and... <laughs> research what we're going to say and then get on the air when we're exhausted and we should be in bed. It's such an honor yes, and a privilege. Yes, 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 But we do love it. It's, and it's act absolutely ridiculous on the radio for your pleasure. That's right. We're dancing monkeys. So, um, yes. but no, we, we have a good time. But I'll tell you what, um, even if we didn't have a good time, Today it would be worth it because today is watermelon day, and I mean watermelon day. What will make That's a day better great. than a big slice, a big honking slice of watermelon? Absolutely, man. I had watermelon last night. We had dinner and we cut up a watermelon. And the moment I cut it open, it's that was that deep, deep red color, and I was yes. like, "This is going to be good." And it was like one of the best watermelons I've had this summer. You know, it's always that way. There's one or two you have in a summer that are just spectacular. I always, yeah, when they show and you up, lo- the sp- I can't stop eating it. Yes. You know, and when they show up in the spring, I'm so excited, and I'm always like, I can't buy it now, but I do anyway. And it's like, oh, this is okay. But then by midsummer, right. man, they are amazing. So good, so good. Yeah, I had one yesterday, man. I am fully ready to support. I think we have a little bit of it left over. I'm gonna go home and eat it right now. That's right. This is morning mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. Today's Daily Dose comes out of Psalm 32. That's 30 verse (laughs) 2. The 30th Psalm, the second verse. Lord, my God, I called to you for help, and you healed me. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of verses in Scripture that, to me, point out the fact that God hears us and listens to us. And I think it's a really important thing to know, because I, I know that there's been moments, especially early on in, in my faith life, where I struggled to believe that, that God was really there, or, or maybe even struggled to, to believe that that he could care about me or cared about my situation. When we live in such a big world where there's so many people and so many people having such terrible hurts in their life, you know, could God really listen to me? Could God really care about me? And and the reality is the answer is yes. The answer is absolutely God knows you and cares for you just like a child. And just like, you know, like we were out last night and my daughter fell down and injured herself. And like the, the first thing I was to do is to, to to check on her and to see how she was and, you know, to give her a Band-Aid and give her a hug and let her know that I loved her. And I feel like God, God is very much that same way. And this verse is a reminder of the fact that God loves us like his children. 
Like, like we love our kids. Like God loves us in that same way. And when he sees, heals, when he hears about our hurts and sees us um, in difficult situation, God comes and and he's ready to heal us. And God wants to heal you from the hurts and the pains that you have, from your sin sickness that you have. He wants to heal you. Just cry out to him now. Call out to him for the help that you need, and he will be there for you. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. We mentioned it a week or two ago, but Hillsong United released a new DVD filmed entirely in Israel. And um, they yeah, that's now, right. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, just absolutely amazing. But now they've released the video on YouTube for a, a second video from the project on YouTube. Um, and it's for the song Touch the Sky, filmed live at the lowest point on Earth and uh, the, on the Dead Sea. I guess so. And on the cliffs of Mount Arbel. Um, the, the project's called Of Dirt and Grace. Obviously, you can buy it online, but now you got two of the videos you can see for free on YouTube. So that's pretty that's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, like I'm really, I haven't seen any of it yet, but I'm really interested to see all that. I probably, especially because I was in Israel last year. Um, and it was such an amazing experience. This is a really, really neat thing they're doing. Now, interestingly about the Dead Sea, you know, there there is some pretty decent scholarship out there that places Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, the site of their destruction, in the valley yes. that the Dead Sea lies in. Um, That's that, true. That the rain, uh, the volcanic ash that God probably used or whatever to rain, the, that, that the chemical reaction would actually cause the, the deposits, mineral deposits that would cause the Red uh, Dead Sea to fall. Yeah, that, I mean, it's really a very crazy thing to think about. But yeah, it, there's lots of great history there. Yeah, so so much cool stuff about these places beyond maybe just the surface. So, right. you know, worth watching the video, also worth, you know, doing some Bible study and learning about the places these these folks are at. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. It's Wednesday, August 3rd. Rob and I here in the studio. And, you know, we don't really touch on politics too much here. But, That's true. Um, I, I want to just talk we about did, it a little. We did, though. Can we can we go ahead and say who we endorse? Yes, we did endorse a candidate. We did endorse yes. a candidate. Yeah, and, we d- and uh, the candidate is actually a third-party candidate, and it is the cat in the hat. Yes, he has announced he's running. <laughs> Uh, legitimately, honestly, really announced he's running. Thing one and thing two as his running mates, and we endorse yes. him fully and completely. Um, I really like his foreign policy. That's that's really yes, yes. His foreign policy is where he really yes. stands out. Um, so anyway. Um, we are not the only ones here in the U.S. who have controversial politics, though. And so I thought this story, you know, we go in a serious note, would be worth uh, talking about. In Bangkok, Thailand, um, they are there's a referendum on the, you know, it's getting ready to be voted on. And they uh-huh. there they post voter lists on the buildings where the polls will take place, right? Oh, so you okay. know if that's where you're supposed to vote or not. You know, oh, I guess maybe okay. they do that, that instead of mailing out voters' cards. I don't know. But yeah. Um, it's, those are very important lists because people are coming by checking if they're registered to vote, if they can vote there or whatever. Sure. Well, a, a group of vandals was so upset about this referendum that they they 
broke in and tore this list to pieces. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Um, but I mean, they're going to have backup lists, right? I mean, that's, well, I don't know why afraid, that makes a whole lot of sense. They're afraid these vandals will keep doing it because they say oh. they were very attracted to the pink. Actually, this is the second time the list was torn up. So the, oh, the wow. first gang of vandals was two eight-year-old girls who really liked the pink paper that it was printed on. The oh, second group of vandals. Well, kind of weird. The second group of vandals was a group of about, about 100 uh, macaw monkeys. Who tore what? Them. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Monkeys came and tore up the list? Yes. They came wow. to the, the bowling station, raided it, caused all kinds of problems, and tore up the lists. And, that um, is hilarious. So the, the referendum is on a proposed constitution for Thailand. Apparently, the monkeys are just very much against it. Very against it. The monkey party is thoroughly against this referendum. The, the monkeys and the eight-year-old girls are very... Yes, well, you, you've clearly upset a very dangerous group of people. So if you think we have problems in America with yeah. um, our politics, yeah. hey, at least yes. we're not Thailand. <laughs> at least we're not Thailand. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem here on Wednesday, August third and we have your daily dose of scripture coming out of psalm chapter 30 verse 2 lord my god i called to you for help and you healed me you know the verse is kind of self-explanatory but the point of it is that he called to the lord the psalmist called to the lord and so often i think in our lives you know when we get in trouble when we're sick when we're hurting when things are bad you know we're, we're trying to help ourselves or we're looking to other people we're like oh we're so frustrated i can't get an appointment with my doctor you know and really the ultimate source of all of our healing, the ultimate source of all of our strength and our solutions needs to come from God. And so, you know, do we seek him first? Do we seek him first? Say, God, please, you know, heal me. I don't care if you use a doctor. I don't care if you intervene miraculously. I don't care what it is, but I need you to do it. I need you to be the one intervening in my life and doing this. That's what the psalmist says is you were the one. I called to you, God, and you did it. And God likes to get the credit for that stuff because he's not some egotistical maniac. It's not that at all. But because God knows that when we give him the credit, we become in tune for him, which makes us live our lives better. Our lives are better because we're walking in tune with him. So if you want to be in tune with him, start seeking him first and giving him credit at the end. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem Show, and I can't believe we're still talking about Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go but we are. Um, it is uh, it is ubiquitous. It's, it's all everywhere. Over it's all over the place. Everywhere, everywhere you go, people swiping their screens, people getting in car accidents for playing it. People, uh, you know, Rob, you weren't here last week, but we did a story about a guy who was driving and he sideswiped a police car. And when the cop <laughs> oh came goodness. out, he was like, "That's what I get for playing the stupid game while I'm driving." <laughs> Oh so, my goodness. Yeah, it's everywhere. One lady oh, got stuck man. in a tree. She was climbing a tree to get a Pokemon, got stuck there. Police had to come rescue oh, her. She'd been up there word. for like three hours. Well, so one of the biggest problems with Pokemon Go is obviously your hands, your face, everything is in the phone the yes. whole time. And so you're not paying attention what you're doing or where you're going. Yes. So in Japan, somebody has capitalized on this. And they came up with the what they call the Pokey Han or Pokey Hand device. Okay. So it looks like basically someone unwrapped a coat hanger, hung it around their neck, and hooked their phone to it. 
<laughs> so it's okay. like it's like hanging from your neck, but it has like triangles that come off your chest. So your phone sits there at you know basically chin level, right in front of you. So you're looking yeah. up, and your hands yeah. are free, so you can look around and you can swipe. And apparently, this thing has taken off like wildfire in Japan, and people all over Japan are running around with this contraption hooked to their chest, playing oh Pokemon. Oh my goodness. Go. This is this is where we are in our world today. This is where we are, is people are strapping things to themselves to play Pokemon Go. I have not downloaded this game because I'm fearful of what would happen if I did. Well, also, we I would I would end up with this guy. I'd be that guy. I would be the guy with the the, the thing wrapped around my neck, and and I would sideswipe a police car. Well, you that's know, what would happen. Here's the other thing about it, Rob. You and I are in that generation that was just a little too old when Pokemon came out. To that's true. Like it. In fact, we thought it was dumb. So yes. it's just kind of hard to get into it. We've just ba- barely been saved by that. Yes. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem Show right here on Elevate FM. We have got a great holiday we're celebrating today. It is Watermelon Day. Yeah, it's really great. You know, when we were talking about Watermelon Day, the like just earlier, I was thinking, and you know, my mother-in-law puts salt on watermelon. Have you ever done that? I've heard of that. Um, I I'm I think I tried it once. I put salt in tomatoes, and you know, yes. really a tomato is like. The same kind of thing, just not sweet. You know, same consistency as a watermelon. Okay. So, you know, I kind of understand it. But um, I think I did it once. I you know, it really didn't really do anything for me. Yeah, I can't understand that. I've not ever tried it, but, man, it sounds gross to me. But maybe it's just one of those things you have to try and, you, like, you'll like. I don't know. It sounds gross, though. You Why know, I, ruin a perfectly good watermelon? Yeah, I just figure watermelon's good enough by itself. But then again, a Frosty is good enough by itself, but I stick a salty French fry in it. Exactly. Exactly. And that makes perfect sense. Or like a salty pretzel covered in, you know, yogurt or chocolate or something, you know? I mean, Sure. Salt, yeah, salt absolutely. Sweet, you know, go together well in the right combinations, but... I mean, watermelon. They totally do. See, for me, I'm usually wanting watermelon when I'm thirsty. So why would I put salt mm, on it? Yes. Yes. Like when it's really hot out, like yes. a good juicy piece of watermelon. Yes. Nice cold. Yeah, absolutely. I yes. totally agree. The problem is usually, though, that it's hard to get watermelon cold because it's so huge. Like, how do you put that thing in your fridge? And you know? Yes. Have you seen the videos out there? Like, it's kind of a viral thing recently where people wrap rubber bands around a watermelon until it explodes no oh my goodness you need to google that right now like so what they do is they just sit there with a huge pile of rubber bands and they start putting rubber bands around the middle of a watermelon and like the video that i just watched i just saw one yesterday it took them about 20 minutes to wrap these and then at some point the watermelon literally just explodes into like a million pieces and it's pretty awesome that's the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's a great, great way to, uh, instead of cutting up your watermelon, you just explode it and then just eat the pieces. There you go. <laughs> Good. Here's your cooking tips for the morning. This yeah, is there morning you go. <laughs> this is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. Today's Daily Dose comes out of Psalm 32. That's 30 verse 2. <laughs> the 30th Psalm, the second verse. Lord, my God, I called to you for help, and you healed me. 
Yeah, you know, there's a lot of verses in Scripture that, to me, point out the fact that God hears us and listens to us. And I think it's a really important thing to know because I I know that there's been moments, especially early on in in my faith life, where I struggled to believe that that God was really there, or, or maybe even struggled to to believe that that He could care about me or cared about my situation. When we live in such a big world where there's so many people and so many people having such terrible hurts in their life, you know, could God really listen to me? Could God really care about me? And the reality is the answer is yes. The answer is absolutely God knows you and cares for you just like a child. And just like, you know, like we were out last night and my daughter fell down and injured herself. And like the, the first thing I was to do is to, to to check on her and to see how she was and, you know, to give her a Band-Aid and give her a hug and let her know that I loved her. And I feel like God, God is very much that same way. And this verse is a reminder of the fact that God loves us like his children. Like, like we love our kids, like God loves us in that same way. And when he sees, heals, when he hears about our hurts and sees us um, in difficult situation, God comes and, and he's ready to heal us. And God wants to heal you from the hurts and the pains that you have, from your sin sickness that you have. He wants to heal you. Just cry out to him now. Call out to him for the help that you need. And he will be there for you. This is The Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. The Olympics are getting underway here, and we may see a breakthrough in uh, medical uh, sports training science uh, if certain athletes come home with gold medals. Because Halo Neuroscience has revealed that several athletes have been using its Halo Sports headphones to hopefully improve the effectiveness of their training. This uh, wearable headphone actually... Um, stimulates your brain cells uh, and your motor cortex into what's called a hyperplasticity mode. It's well known that neural connections are better formed when your um, brain has more plasticity. So this helps your okay. brain get mushy so that it can, it can nice. you know, learn patterns faster and better. And um, some of the top competitors in the world, um, a, a sprinter from Sierra Leone named Hafsada Kumara, um, and from uh, Trinidad and Tobago hurdler Mikel Thomas, and several different um, U.S. Olympics, um, Natasha okay. Haas, Hastings, Mike Rogers, and Michael Tinsley, who are all track and field uh, people, are all using these. And so these are top competitors that you might recognize. So if they come home with medals, we may see a massive change in the way people train. Yeah, that would be really crazy to see. And and, and so help me understand, you said it's a set of headphones? It's it's a it's a headphone device. Uh, they're not giving a ton okay. of detail on it. Okay. Uh, but whatever it does, I don't know whether it's shooting you know electric waves or whether it's actually <laughs> shooting music. I'm not sure. Um, but it's stimulating your brain to go into this hyperplastic mode. So um, you know, there's a lot of skepticism too. Uh, you know, they say it's based on good science, but it's 649 bucks to buy a set. So well, well here's other good science. I don't want to be shooting my brain with anything. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. 
<laughs> that's probably a good I point. mean, I have enough brain problems as is right now, so, like, I don't want to be shooting electricity into my brain. They, they just nobody needs to be messing with my brain. Let's just say that. Well, here's the, <laughs> yeah. here's the question that I have. We, this is not the first story we've done on stuff like this where they're using high-tech devices to help train. You know, is there a point at which this might you know, become like digital doping. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is an interesting question whether or not that will can be considered legal or not. Yeah. But how would they, I don't know how they would prove whether or not you've done it. You know, that's a good question as well. Yeah. We'll see what happens. This is the morning mayhem. This week, Jamie Grace has a new episode of her video show, The Jamie Grace Show, out online. Excellent. We always love to hear updates from Miss Jamie Grace. Yes, and uh, I specifically said episode because off-air Rob was making fun of me for saying it the correct way, which is episode. No, it's not. You're totally wrong. You're completely wrong on this. I am absolutely 100% right. It is episode, not no, episode. It is not. Because that makes me think of appetizers. Yes, so let's go through some similarly spelled words. So you say episode, you say episodic, not episodic. You say, no! You say appetite, you say applesauce, you say Well, apple. those are APP. You're That's talking a, about yeah. a whole different word oh, yeah. now. That shows what you know. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. You're just totally ridiculous. So in this episode, she opens in a mall. She opens the mail that she's received from those who follow her on social media. As now you have as, me thinking about appetizers. So, now I want a set of potato skins with cheese on them. Well, she answers questions about pizza. <laughs> you could have an appetizer pizza. Puppies. I'd like an appetizer pizza Seahawks, right now. Jerseys. Wait a minute. Okay. No. Let's, let's stop talking about I don't want to have any no, of those no, things no, no, for appetizers. No, no, You just hit on something there. You said you could have an appetizer pizza. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> My mind is going nuts here. A pizza with potato skins, fried cheese, mozzarella sticks, and, and puppies and blooming onions on it. Holy smokes! Maybe some fried pickles too. Wait, 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 Whoa. wait. Okay, hold on. Now I know you're being ridiculous there, but no, I'm the like, thought of having onion rings on a pizza is genius. Like I that know. does sound really good. I know. Well, and mozzarella sticks isn't too far fetched. I mean, they have this the, no. the stuff. Cut down. Mozzarella sticks uh, or cheese curds, cheese curds, onion oh, rings, buffalo chicken uh, chunks, maybe on some of them. Yes. Yes. Any, anything yes. that you have for an appetizer pretty much could go on a pizza. On pizza. What if you had nachos on your pizza? Oh. <laughs> Could guacamole go on pizza? I hate guacamole. Wait a second. Well, you don't like guacamole. What about spinach dip, though? Because you hate that. That's gross. I hate spinach. Let's just go back to the fried stuff, okay? Because we both agree there. Onion ring pizza. This, we've got to stop. You know what? We're going to have to put it on two weeks' notice because we're starting a pizza (laughs) shop right now. Um, We apologize formally to Jamie Grace for derailing this CCM News segment about her. Uh, but she did mention But we've hit on something so. much more important. We have and changed that is the onion world. ring pizza. <laughs> this is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem here on Wednesday, August 
3rd, and we have your daily dose of scripture coming out of Psalm chapter 30, verse 2. Lord, my God, I called to you for help, and you healed me. You know, the verse is kind of self-explanatory, but the point of it is that he called to the Lord. The psalmist called to the Lord. And so often, I think, in our lives, you know, when we get in trouble, when we're sick, when we're hurting, when things are bad, you know, we're, we're trying to help ourselves. Or we're looking to other people. We're like, oh, we're so frustrated. I can't get an appointment with my doctor. You know, and really the ultimate source of all of our healing, the ultimate source of all of our strength and our solutions needs to come from God. And so, you know, do we seek him first? Do we seek him first? Say, God, please, you know, heal me. I don't care if you use a doctor. I don't care if you intervene miraculously. I don't care what it is, but I need you to do it. I need you to be the one intervening in my life and doing this. That's what the psalmist says is you were the one. I called to you, God, and you did it. And God likes to get the credit for that stuff because he's not some egotistical maniac. It's not that at all. But because God knows that when we give him the credit, we become in tune for him, which makes us live our lives better. Our lives are better because we're walking in tune with him. So if you want to be in tune with him, start seeking him first and giving him credit at the end. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. The sun is rising, the smell of fresh coffee and bacon floating through the air. The birds are singing sweetly in the trees. Only one thing could make this morning better. Morning Mayhem with Ron and Brian starting right now. Right now. This is the Morning Mayhem Show, the calmest, quietest, most soothing radio program on the air. <laughs> That's completely false. If you are listening to the station under that um, belief, you're about to be rocked. So I'm just this, saying. Ahead this morning, we have Nature Sounds with Rob. <laughs> Nature Sounds with Rob. <laughs> Painting with Bob Ross. I love that show. <laughs> And after that, with my a, moment of, a moment of silence with Brian to keep you <laughs> meditative and calm. I've never had a moment of silence with you, ever. <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I think I remember one time on a youth group trip when we were about 14 that you, or maybe it was Matt, our friend Matt, like offered to pay me like 10 or $20 if I would stay quiet <laughs> for the whole van ride for like an hour, and I couldn't do it. I don't think you did it, did you? I don't think I did it, no. But I think the reason I did it is because after like 10 minutes, like you guys started pinching me and hitting me. Yes, that's probably true as well. <laughs> You're like, oh, crud, he might do this. We're going to lose our money. Oh, man. Well, anyhow, today actually is a holiday that we need to mention because um, that's what we do on this soothing and meditative show of ours. Yes. Today is yes. Coast Guard Day. Um, it's the day... That all Americans okay. are asked uh, to wade out into the water and guard their nearest coast. <laughs> so take a is, is that, is, take is a baseball bat. Take a, I kind of had a different idea of what arrow, that might be. Get a spear and just wade out ten feet or so, just you know knee deep or so, and you know kind of create a wall around our country. Uh, okay, and and, and so um, here's, and guard here's just your, a quick your coast. question. 
do our is this only for oceans or do we need to do this in our nearby like the Great Lakes? Does no, the, the Great Lakes. I think and, you know Lake Barkley, Kentucky Lake. You know you want to guard it from you know in case somebody were to like halo parachute dive into the middle of the water and try and swim to shore and invade. Today is okay. is the day that we are all called upon to guard our coast. What else could it mean? Coast Guard Day. Well, doesn't that mean that like then there's kind of like a hole in the middle of the country like. You know, everybody's on the coast, guarding the coast, then who's protecting the planes? That's what I'm saying. I just think that there's a major oh. issue here. We've opened up a big problem with people yeah. guarding the coast. Who's guarding the planes and the deserts? That's That could Nobody. be a flaw in the plane. Nobody. Yeah. Yes, it is. Well, regardless, I think it's very important that we guard the coasts <laughs> either way. Not just against foreign invaders, but against all those pesky marine mammals and, and fish. Fish. You know, Sharks I, and I don't whales like fish, and, so yeah. Yeah, absolutely. we got to guard it. They're attacking our coasts, and uh, yeah, you don't in, realize it, but it's a real danger, people. In all seriousness, the Coast Guard is a wonderful branch of our military, and we are thankful for them today. Just so yes. you know, we're not complete morons. <laughs> this is the Moron Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we are here Thursday, August 4th, and we have your daily dose of scripture. And it comes out of Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 4, and it says this, Heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved, for you are the one I praise. I love this. We talked yesterday about, you know, God healing, but, you know, the thing is here, let's cry out for healing. Heal me, and I will be healed. It's interesting because if you go back to the garden, what was the consequence of sin? It was death, right? Okay. Now, you know, basically in, in Hebrew, it says dying, you will die. You'll begin the process of dying. Because of your sin, you're going to die. What did they deserve? They deserved to die right then. But God showed grace and said, well, now you'll begin the process of dying, right? So pretty much from the moment we're born, or, or at least from the moment we sin, we deserve to die, right? We deserve to die right then. So the fact that we live is God's grace. The fact that if I ever get sick, that I get better means that God's intervening because the sickness is a symptom of the sin of the world that I live in, which means that I should die. So any healing that comes ever is God intervening in that process and giving me the same grace he gave to Adam and Eve when he said, okay, instead of killing you right now, I'm going to let you live, but you're going to eventually die. God does the same thing in me. I get an infection, say I get a staph infection, but I get better. It's the grace of God that gets me better. Anytime healing shows up in this world, it's because God intervened. Because what we deserve is death. So heal me, God, and I will be healed because it doesn't come from anybody else. Do you think it's coming from yourself? Do you think it's coming from the, the, the enemy? No. The healing comes from God. So oftentimes we're like, oh, God, you know, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Why didn't you, you know, heal this, you know, 103-year-old person with cancer in the hospital who was ready to go home? God is healing every day. He's doing miracles every day. He's intervening every day and healing us in ways that are quote unquote normal and ways that are miraculous. He is the healer. He is the one we should praise. This is Morning Mayhem. Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem show with me, May, and my friend Ham. <laughs> hey guys, my name is Ham. My name is May. I'm your 85-year-old We, we should have gone with that. Why did we not go with that? You know, you we, being May and I'll be Ham. <laughs> when we when we first started coming up with the show, we um we tried a bunch of different names that used our names. We didn't think we could actually come up with a name for the show and change our names to match it. Yeah. Why didn't we think of that? Yeah. 
Yeah, so, I would have gone with that. Yeah. Permanently changed my name to Ham. Yeah. I'm all on board. <laughs> I like Ham, so. Yeah, and May is a good month, so there you hey, go. why not? Well, speaking of somebody with a cool name, Jordan Feliz is back in the news this week. He has a new music video out. You know, we talked a while back about, you know, how he had this huge, massive hit with, you know, Come to the River. Um, and, you know, following it up with an album, it's hard to do. But he's done a good job. He's had some good music yeah. on this. Um, the new video is called Best of Me, which is a real cool song. Um, and uh, you can check out that now. Now, what we're going to do is we have this website that we found uh, for the radio station uh, where we can go on there and post things and you can see them. It's called Facebook. So if, if you go to <laughs> type in HTTP um, dot, dot like a colon. I was really, slash, I was really buying it. www. Like, what stands, site is he talking about? That stands for World Wide Web. <laughs> dot face f a c book b o o k dot c o m com. That's short for communications. Wow. Then you have Hook, to sign up, sinker, man. Find us, and you can watch the video there. It'll be there for you. Oh man, that was that was genius. That was well played. <laughs> this is morning, man. This is the Morning Mayhem Show, Thursday, August 4th, and we're still watching people play Pokemon Go in the news and getting into bad situations. Man, it's so crazy. I don't understand. Again, I have not played the game, so I can't speak to it, but at the same time, I'm like, what are these people doing playing these games? Like, it's crazy. Like, people are hitting cop cars, and they're like all kinds of crazy stuff. I know. It's un- it's unbelievable what all's happening, and this is just another level, and it seems like they get bigger and bigger, so... Um, yeah. So basically in Montana, there were two U.S. Border Patrol officials who, um, you know, had to briefly oh, apprehend two illegal immigrants. And, you know, Canada, U.S. unprotected border, you know, you don't only have a lot of people sneaking across. But these you know, guys were, you know, sneaking across the border to catch Pikachus. No way. <laughs> That's why they were going across the border, sneaking across the border. Yes, yes. Um, so wow. what happened is there's a town, Sweetgrass, Monta- Sweetgrass, Montana, which is right across the border from Coots, Alberta, Canada. And okay. literally they wandered across. I, they, I, they weren't even, they don't even think these kids knew. These teenagers knew they oh, were in the goodness. U.S. So they briefly detained him, contacted their mother, took him back home, <laughs> released the children. But That um, had to be a little embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're like, there's a Pikachu over there, and they take off. They cross into another country illegally. Oh, my goodness. So I would be freaking out. Imagine the kid. Imagine the poor kid getting arrested by, the, like, the Border Patrol. Yeah, for wandering be into terrifying. the United States. Well... Pokemon Go, I'm sure it has a fine game, but it is certainly creating a lot of social problems. So Yes, it is. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. It's Thursday, August 4th, and we have your daily dose coming out of Jeremiah 1714. Heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved, for you are the one I praise. You know, we were talking about healing this week, and, and that's one of the beautiful things about who God is, is he is a God who 
wants to bring healing and he wants to bring uh, redemption. And these are things that that God is amazing at is bringing redemption and healing in situations where you feel like those types of things aren't even possible where where you've gone to a place where there's no hope or there's no way of being healed or no way of coming out of this situation or whatever it might be and yet those are the situations in which god loves and thrives and loves to to show his power and might is to bring healing to us and I truly think, you know, regardless of what you're talking about, whether you're talking about a, a physical malady or whether you're talking about a spiritual issue, God can bring healing in your situation. And and that's not always a guarantee. It's not to say, like, you know, God is always going to bring healing to you in a situation where you're struggling with your health or whatever. But I think God is fully capable of controlling everything. God is the creator of all and thus can control all. And he has the power to be able to bring healing in your life, regardless of what that means. God can bring that healing. And so there's always that hope to know that you're never too far gone, that God can provide healing in a situation and will walk with you, whatever it is that you go through. And may we bring glory and honor to God regardless, regardless of whether or not that healing comes. Pray, 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 and trust that God will be there and that God can heal you in the midst of whatever situation that you're in, whether it's physical or spiritual, God can bring you healing. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. This is the Morning Mayhem Pokemon show because that's all we talk about right now. There are so, <laughs> that is kind of that is kind of where we're at right now. There are so many people who are playing Pokemon Go. It's mind-boggling, but there are so many people who are playing it and getting in themselves into horrible trouble. Yes. Literally, let's let's recount so far. We've had people falling off cliffs thankfully they didn't die yes we had a guy yes. sideswipe a police car while playing yes. it while driving yes we've had a woman get stuck in a tree for hours while playing after <laughs> rescue we had teenagers that illegally crossed the border into Cross america the border. were detained yes at, while playing I mean, we had Japanese um, inventors who've created hands-free Pokemon Go devices so you can hang it around your neck and play. It is unbelievable, the amount of stories coming out of this. So oh, now, goodness, man. Now, we have a six... And, and the ages of some of these people astounds me, too. We have a 60-year-old, 62-year-old man who... <laughs> oh, man, 62. First of all, was playing Pokemon Go in the middle of the night in the woods... Behind oh, his home goodness. in New York. So, oh, so goodness. And out okay. in, in rural New York, near Albany, New York, south of Albany, New York, in rural New York, he's at 2 a.m., 2 a.m., 62-year-old man, 2 a.m., wow. playing Pokemon Go in the woods, wow. in the dark. And he <laughs> there became, may, you might be doing something wrong if that's the case. I'm just saying. He became stuck in a waist-deep mud pit. And had to be no rescued. way, waist deep mud no. pit. He got stuck playing Pokemon Go. First of it all, it doesn't get a whole lot more embarrassing than that. First of all, I've never seen a waist deep mud pit in my life. Like, what is right? this? Some cheesy Indiana Jones scene, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Who has a waist deep mud pit? Good thing it wasn't quicksand, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's just ridiculous. Like, it sounds made up. I know, but the 9-11 showed up and they had to, the only way they could find him 
is they had to do like a locator ping from his phone to the officer's oh phone. He had to share his goodness. location so they could find that him out hilarious. in the woods. Okay. That is really funny. So I've all you know, you always hear don't go out in the woods alone at night, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Just because you have your cell phone doesn't mean it's okay. Yes. <laughs> and especially if, uh, look, if you're playing Pokemon Go, let's not do it at two in the morning. Let's not do it in the woods by ourselves, okay? Can we just say that? And if you're 62 and you're playing Pokemon Go, I, I don't know. I yeah. don't know what to say about it. <laughs> There's nothing you can say that's not going to hurt somebody's feelings here. But. There might be better ways to spend your time. Let me just say that. Can I yes. just say that? Yes. <laughs> this is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem show on Elevate FM. And today, of course, is Coast Guard Day, which we obviously all know how to celebrate. You need to wade out into your nearest body of water <laughs> with a baseball bat or something in hand and guard the coast. Guard the coast. Guard the coast. With uh, water guns or bats or spears you right. mentioned earlier. That's a good idea. Now, this is a little disconcerting if you live between um, – like. M- Wisconsin and Oregon, because uh, that's the only part of our country that's really not, you know, bordered by coast. Because you know, you come down the the west coast, you got the Rio Grande River, you got the Gulf, yeah, you got the east yeah. coast, you go to St. Lawrence Seaway, Great Lakes, yeah. But man, I mean, we are so vulnerable. Uh, well, people so guarding, who will be guarding coast. everywhere? Yes. But but yes. we're we're vulnerable to to a land attack. So what we would ask is is if the Canadians, I know it's not their holiday, but if they would partner <laughs> with us and they would wade into the waters of the Arctic Circle. That's I know it's going to be cold, but you're only going to be there for a day. Yes. And guard Put those. Put your waders on. Yes, to make sure there's not a land at, uh, an attack you know through Canada into the U.S. Yes, Today that's true. we that's we true. all we need everyone's help to make this happen. Everybody needs to gin and find a body of water to guard. That's right. Maybe you have a pond on your property, you know, that, yes. that, that'd work. Yeah. Just guard, guard the coast. Or, or a rain puddle, you know, guard that if you have to. And if you need some incentive, today's also chocolate chip cookie day. So when you're done, you can Whoa. just enjoy a chocolate chip cookie. And that, that'll that. be incentive. Why have we not been talking about chocolate <laughs> chip cookie day? We're talking about, okay, again, no disrespect <laughs> to the Coast Guard. The who? In all seriousness, that's a great day. But chocolate chip cookie day. <laughs> Yes. Really? Yes. Well, you know, I didn't talk about it because it makes me hungry. <laughs> oh, I love chocolate chip cookie. There is, uh, there is no cookie I like better than a chocolate chip cookie. That's it. That is the end all be all for me. And if I can eat the the dough, the actual yes. dough, not like the not like the store made or like in your ice cream kind of. Ch- I mean, like real deal chocolate chip cookie dough. There is nothing better. Yes, I would completely agree. So let's not give... even the made chocolate chip cookie, not even the finished baked one. No. Yeah, I want the dough. Give me the dough. But let's um let's not do that. Let's not have that. Let's instead give all that to the people <laughs> guarding their coasts because they deserve it. Okay. This Sounds is the good. morning. Make mayhem. chocolate chip cookies for the Coast Guard today. That's right. This is the morning mayhem show. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we are here Thursday, August 4th, and we have your daily dose of scripture. And it comes out of Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 4, and it says this, Heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved, for you are the one I praise. I love this. We talked yesterday about, you know, God healing, but, you know, the thing is here, you know, this cry out for healing, heal me, and I will be healed. It's interesting because if you go back to the garden, 
what was the consequence of sin? It was death, right? Okay. Now, you know, basically in, in Hebrew, it says dying, you will die. You'll begin the process of dying. Because of your sin, you're going to die. What did they deserve? They deserved to die right then. But God showed grace and said, well, now you'll begin the process of dying, right? So pretty much from the moment we're born, or, or at least from the moment we sin, we deserve to die, right? We deserve to die right then. So the fact that we live is God's grace. The fact that if I ever get sick, that I get better means that God's intervening because the sickness is a symptom of the sin of the world that I live in, which means that I should die. So any healing that comes ever is God intervening in that process and giving me the same grace he gave to Adam and Eve when he said, okay, instead of killing you right now, I'm going to let you live, but you're going to eventually die. God does the same thing to me. I get an infection, say I get a staph infection, but I get better. It's the grace of God that gets me better. Anytime healing shows up in this world, it's because God intervened because what we deserve is death. So heal me, God, and I will be healed because it doesn't come from anybody else. Do you think it's coming from yourself? Do you think it's coming from the, the, the enemy? No, the healing comes from God. So oftentimes we're like, oh God, you know, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Why didn't you, you know, heal this, you know, 103 year old person with cancer in the hospital who was ready to go home? God is healing every day. He's doing miracles every day. He's intervening every day and healing us in ways that are quote unquote normal and ways that are miraculous. He is the healer. He is the one we should praise. This is Morning Mayhem. Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem Show with Rob and Brian with your daily stock market report. <laughs> is that part of our show now? We have so many different parts of our show now. We have snake, our snake hour where we yes. talk about snake things. We talk about Pokemon Go. We just have all these things that I didn't know we were doing. But stock market, sure, let's go. Well, actually, the reason we're talking about the stock market this morning is because we've done several Pokemon Go stories today. We're going to do one more, and it's about Pokemon Go and the stock market. So really interesting. It is our tech news segment. Nintendo saw their market value rise by over $7.5 billion on oh, wow. July 11th, just after Pokemon Go went public and became an instant massive hit. So, oh, you know, that's I mean, interesting. Yes, yeah. So it, it's uh, since then, it's actually, it was $7.5 million on July 11th. Since then, nearly $12 billion to their market value. Well, wow. Nintendo published a letter to investors on July 22nd and said, oh, um, you should probably know we didn't make Pokemon Go. <laughs> like... <laughs> It was originally I read something about that just this week. Yeah, it was originally a game that was developed for Nintendo back in the day for the Game Boy. So everybody just kind of assumed it was a Nintendo property, but they wrote they said we didn't make it, we don't own it. Now Nintendo does have a 32% stake in the Pokémon company, which right. is the business right. that's the business that markets and licenses its franchise out. But um what they said is the um, the game developer and the company will you know receive revenues, but Nintendo will only just see a sliver of it. Which they said, "quote Because of this accounting scheme, the income reflected on Nintendo's consolidated business results is limited, and they're not even changing their profit projections at all." They said basically it's not going to affect our profits very much at all. Man, Nintendo's got to be disappointed about that, though. Well, Man. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm sure there's a sense in which they are. But over time, a 32% stake in it, it's going to make them money. But here's the thing. So after that announcement, 
Nintendo stock fell 18%, which is its steepest Ooh, drop since 1990. Man. Well, here's the wow. thing, though. It rose 12 and a half, what was that, million, billion dollars in value. Um, the right. drop is actually only a fraction of that. So it's in the oh, end, okay. actually okay. still really, really helped um, their, it, okay, it dropped about half that value back. But in the end, it still really helped their value. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's great for them. Not to mention that most people don't really even know, so they're still going to be like, Nintendo's awesome, and be out buying products. Now, where Nintendo will see the profit is in selling those little figures because Nintendo will have a huge resurgence, and they make billions of dollars a year selling those little, what are they, Amiibos or something, the figures that you unlock video game characters with. Oh, yeah. Well, then, and there's going to be all kinds of marketing for Pokemon now, period. I mean, all kinds of products are going to be coming out that are Pokemon. All that kind of stuff is going to come back. That's right. Pokemon is the new Angry Birds. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Exactly. This is Morning Mayhem. We did a story a little while back about Chris Tomlin's new song, Jesus, and um, really cool. He's working with the website Worship Together to try and get that song into the hands of worship leaders all over the country. So if you're a worship leader, you might want to check this out. You can go to the Worship Together website, and they're giving away the chord charts for the song. On the website, you can also access their new song, Cafe, where there's a video of Chris talking about and playing the song. So, I mean... I know worship leaders are constantly looking for new songs. The music can get very expensive to purchase all the time. Here's a chance to get the chord charts for free. That's a pretty sweet deal, man. And you know, I mean, if it's by Chris Tomlin, we're all going to end up hearing it in church at some point. That's right. That's right. So you go to Worship Together's website. You go to our Facebook page. We've got the link there. Get the, the chord chart for free. Check out the video. This is Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. It's Thursday, August 4th, and we have your daily dose coming out of Jeremiah 17:14. Heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved, for you are the one I praise. You know, we were talking about healing this week, and, and that's one of the beautiful things about who God is, is he is a God who wants to bring healing, and he wants to bring uh, redemption. And these are things that that God is amazing at, is bringing redemption and healing in situations where you feel like those types of things aren't even possible, where, where you've gone to a place where there's no hope or there's no way of being healed or no way of coming out of this situation or whatever it might be. And yet those are the situations in which God loves and thrives and loves to to show his power and might is to bring healing to us and I truly think, you know, regardless of what you're talking about, whether you're talking about a, a physical malady or whether you're talking about a spiritual issue, God can bring healing in your situation. And and that's not always a guarantee. It's not to say, like, you know, God is always going to bring healing to you in a situation where you're struggling with your health or whatever. But I think God is fully capable of controlling everything. God is the creator of all and thus can control all. And he has the power to be able to bring healing in your life, regardless of what that means. God can bring that healing. And so there's always that hope to know that you're never too far gone, that God can provide healing in a situation and will walk with you, whatever it is that you go through. And may we bring glory and honor to God regardless, regardless of whether or not that healing comes 
pray, pray, pray and trust that God will be there and that God can heal you in the midst of whatever situation that you're in, whether it's physical or spiritual, God can bring you healing. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. This is the Morning Mayhem Show, Friday, August 5th. Brian and Rob here, and I just got to tell you, you're getting up this morning. I assume time of day that it is that many of you have not left the house yet. You're just getting up, just getting ready. You know, I I just want to warn you. I'm just getting up, and I'm just getting (laughs) ready right right now. Getting that (laughs) cup of coffee, getting dressed, you know, getting a shower, brushing your teeth, getting ready for the day. I just want to reiterate the warning that your mother gave you. Make sure you wear clean underwear. You don't know what could happen. You get in a car crash, you know, and and somebody might say, this guy didn't wear clean underwear at the hospital. So put on some clean underwear this morning because your mother told you so, but also because today is National Underwear Day. National Underwear Day. Man, well, you know, big props to underwear because... We all you know, wear it. <laughs> you you got to have it. I don't know how you celebrate that uh, other than just wearing under. Maybe you just make sure it's clean underwear. That's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, how else can you yes. honor your underwear better than washing it? Yes. Yes. So. You know, I, I, I do have to say, as I think about celebrating underwear, maybe maybe purchasing a new clean pair of underwear. That's a good Throwing out old underwear. That's an important part of that the is. underwear, you know, kind of. You know, when you think about underwear, that's an important part of it is throwing out the old stuff so it doesn't have giant holes all over the yes. place. Yes. Uh, maybe perhaps um, this would be a good day to sing songs about underwear. Like, I see London, I see France, I see Rob's <laughs> underpants. Maybe that's a good day. Maybe, maybe that's a good possibility. But whatever you do, get a pair of new underwear today and toss out that old holy pair that you've been holding on to for far too long well now wait a minute rob i save my holy pairs for sunday so i can wear them to church <laughs> that your your holy pairs is that what you're telling me yes that's isn't that what you're supposed to do yeah i like that <laughs> <laughs> Your holy pair. No, I think you need to get rid of the holy pair. I think uh, there, there's no messing around here. Just get rid of the holy pair. <laughs> okay. Well, you heard it here first. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. This is the Morning Mayhem. We've got your daily dose from James 514. Getting you a little scripture to start your day. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And, you know, this is one of those things where, you know, I think sometimes we we read this verse and kind of kind of write it off as like, oh, as like, oh, well, that's kind of a sounds like kind of an awkward thing. Like maybe maybe that's just 
maybe that's just like a like an old thing like we, we ought not do that anymore but this is actually something that i think is a very biblical practice and it's something that i know within our church still sometimes happens and especially when we find you know people that are very ill or very um that are really really struggling that this is an important part of doing it is is calling the, the your church and here it talks about specifically the the elders and leaders of your church to come and pray uh over that person to pray over you if it is that you're ill is is to call on people to come and pray and i i you know i we're in in a in a place in our world where we believe so heavily in in science and medicine that sometimes we forget that truly one of the best things that you can do when you when you're in a place physically where you are ill is to really is to call on the church to pray for you because we serve and and worship a god who's in control of everything. He's in control of the wind and the waves and all of creation. And that means he's also in control of everything around you, including your own body. And that God can bring you healing even before a doctor can. And while we still, you know, trust doctors and we still, you know, get that type of medicine in the hospitals and whatever, we also fully trust in God to be able to bring healing into our lives. But may we, may you, as if you know, if you're in a place physically where you need that, is call on the church to come and pray for you call on the leaders of your church to come and pray for you and expect that God can do something great. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. The Afters are out with a new lyric video. The latest video features their song Battles from the upcoming CD Live On Forever. Now, the Afters released the song Live On Forever months ago now and a music video to it. Um, super high anticipation for this uh, CD because I mean this this song that song Live On Forever was just it's been a huge it's a huge hit and it's such a cool song I don't know mm-hmm. that I've ever heard another song on Christian radio that really sounded like it I mean it's such a cool song so if you're if you've been waiting for more music from the upcoming CD here you go uh, you've got a new lyric video you can check out and um, you know let us know what you think hop on Facebook you know leave a comment or two let us know if you think that this CD is going to be a huge hit for the afters personally I love their song from their first album uh, Light Up the Sky that's one of my favorite yeah, I, mean, I love that song I listen to it all, all the time uh, keep it on my one. phone it's a great great song so, you know, we'll see what happens next with the afters. wonder what's going to come after this from there. <laughs> is that a pun? <laughs> I'm a punny guy. This is Morning Mayhem. Dun, 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 this is our to... Olympic news. Olympic news. Oh, Olympic news. I thought you were just trying to tell me you were done. Like you were done for the day. You were going home. Done, 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 done. No, man. So that I, was they, supposed to be the Olympic theme you were doing? Yes. Yes. Was, was it supposed to sound like it? Yes. Oh, I was okay. singing the well, song. Good, well, good job then. <laughs> Well, if you have been living under a rock, I'd like to announce to you that the Olympics are starting. And that is happening in uh, Rio de Janeiro. And there's been a lot of Olympic news. Is that in Tennessee? Uh, Yeah, well, it's in uh, eastern Tennessee. Yes. So it's, uh, yeah, it is there. 
Um, it's in the United States this year. I didn't know if you knew that in Rio, Tennessee. Um, but um, so uh, there's been a lot of uh, news about the Olympics, and we don't want to dive in into too much of uh, the, the dive negativity. <laughs> dive. We don't want to dive, dive into in. the cesspool like in the of diver. negative. <laughs> oh, no, in the Olympics, they're diving. I get it. That's yes, funny. thank you. Okay. That's good. That's, you're on point today, man. So I have for you today a interesting fact here, and this is five sports that the U.S. has never meddled in at the Summer Olympics, which I didn't realize that we hadn't meddled in some sports. And this is not even saying we haven't gotten a gold medal. This means we haven't meddled in it, period. Like, not at all, ever. So, I have five Is cricket one of them? (laughs) Cricket is not one of them. Okay? Okay, so... Orienteering? Is that one of them? Do you have any guesses as far yes. as what that would be? Orienteering. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. What is it, orienteering? That's where you run around with a compass in the woods. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not even sure it's a sport anymore. It was for one Olympics. I think they just took it away. In the 1500s? <laughs> yes. Um, is it that one where you have to cross-country ski and shoot? And No, it's not the Summer Olympics. This is the Summer Olympics, well, not the Winter Olympics. Well, obviously, we would never summer. have meddled at that in the Summer Olympics <laughs> if it's played in the winter. The first one is badminton, which I found that interesting. I didn't. So re- why would the U.S. be bad at badminton? Maybe they are bad and they just wear mittens, so they can't get a good Apparently. grip. Apparently, okay. So we've never, we've why? never. Apparently, we why have a, a strong sport? team this year, but we have never meddled in it. All right. The second one is handball, which I don't even know what handball oh, is. Oh, that's yeah, I know that's racquetball. You don't use a racket; you hit it with your hand. Is, are you sure? Yeah, yes, yeah. That's what it, it is? I've played it before. Well, yeah. apparently neither the U.S. men or women qualified in handball, so we don't even have a team. <laughs> That's kind of surprising because there's handball clubs. It is. Over. Yeah. Well, I don't know that it's surprising because I, I never even heard of handball. I didn't even know that was a sport. The third one is rhythmic gymnastics. Which again, yeah. I don't really know what that is, but it's it sounds kind of surprising. It's like a dance routine, and they throw a ball up in the air, I think, and they have ribbons. So why don't we? Why don't we have we not meddled in that? I don't understand. I know. That doesn't make any sense I don't to me. Know. Number four, table tennis, which has apparently just been dominated yes. by China and some other Well, uh, that's because, for whatever reason, Forrest Gump didn't qualify for the Olympic team. <laughs> Obviously. That's true. <laughs> and the last one, which, again, I didn't even know this was a sport, was the trampoline. Yes. You've never seen him do that in the Olympics? Yeah. That's an Olympic dude, sport? Dude, they go like 30 feet in the air. It, they have huge trampolines, and they it is re- you need to watch it. it and is, it's a sport? It's probably the most exciting gymnastic event, I think. Stop it. Yes. You guys, stop. Dude, Seriously? it's amazing. The trampo- that's yes. a backyard toy. It's not a sport. Well, they were trying to make it more exciting, so this year it's... Um, Dodgeball trampolining. You have to, they throw dodgeballs at you while you do your I thought it was archery trampolining. Your, yeah, that's what it is. Paintball trampolining. Well, who knew? But hopefully, fingers crossed, U.S. can medal in just one of those this year and uh, get over our national shame of not having medaled in one of these sports. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. 
This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture here on Friday, August 5th, the beginning of the Olympics. Pretty exciting. We have your scripture coming out of James chapter 5, verse 14, and it says this. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. So this is an ancient practice, and um, interestingly enough, olive oil, which is extremely common in Israel at this time, was um, is known to have medical properties. It's antiseptic. It's a, it's a germ killer. So obviously, you know, here's God giving the people knowledge they wouldn't have for thousands of years. Here's something you can use when you're hurt to help heal it. And so commonly people would use olive oil like we might use Neosporin. But more than that, oil was poured on the heads of people anointed by God. Think about David. When David was anointed, oil was poured on his head. It was poured on Saul's head. It is a sign of God's favor. It is a sign of God's presence. You know, it's like the spirit of God washing over you. And oil is not like water. Oil is, you know, thick and there's residue and it stays with you. You know, it gets in your skin and it's like the presence of God is permeating you. And so this ancient practice has really come, I think, back into favor in the last few years. I've been in a number of churches where somebody's been anointed with oil. Usually it's just a dab or a drop, you know, but maybe we just pour the whole jar on. I don't know. But this <laughs> this right. is um, this is a practice that says we have faith that healing is going to come from God, um, that, that, that by doing this, laying our hands, praying, we're asking God to intervene and wash his spirit over us and work in our lives. Beautiful practice the purpose of giving that to God even more important. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem Show here on Elevate FM. It is Friday, August 5th. Rob, you remember a few weeks back we did a story about a guy, I think in Montana, who was at Walmart, and he saw um, some dude steal a lady's purse and jump on a bike and start riding away, and he lassoed the dude and hogtied him. that was such a great story. (laughs) Yes. That was so funny. The, the image of a guy lassoing a guy riding away on a bike who had stolen a purse, that is just fantastic. Well, that was the first lassoing story I had seen in the news in ever, I think. Yes, and, um, yes, yes. There's another one today. Apparently, Jim Hawkins in Glendale Springs, Colorado, must have read that story and decided that lassoing you know, would be a great idea because he recently saw a, uh, a a black bear who had got his head stuck in a giant plastic container. And honestly, okay. it looks like one of those containers that like cheese puffs or like pretzels come oh, in, except yeah. bigger, yeah, yeah. like much bigger okay. than that. And the bear's head is just totally stuck in there. And um, Oh, so, man, that's so sad. Yeah, so the guy saw it out there and he thought, well, I'll help. And he went out and got a lasso and he went outside and he lassoed the bear. No, he didn't. First throw right no, around the didn't. midsection. He said, "No for, way." He said, "For a few minutes, or for a little while, for a few seconds anyway, they kind of did the rodeo thing. The bear tugging and pulling at him." <laughs> oh my goodness! Before, that is a scary situation. It's a bear. Yeah, it's no, a bear. Yeah. Then suddenly the bear figured out the reason that it couldn't run away was because there was a man (laughs) attached to a rope attached to him and it charged him. Oh my goodness. 
Like, obviously, it couldn't bite him, but guess right. what? But he's still got it claws. It scraped him all up and attacked oh, him. Oh, man. And then he needed, so he needed stitches and scrambled up a tree. So Good then, heavens. then he called the wildlife officials who came and tranquilized the bear and cut Good the heavens. container off its head, which was probably the appropriate way to handle the situation. I just want to know. Yeah. Jim Hawkins, what were you thinking was going to happen when you left off this pair? Yeah, like you're like, thinking you that, could just like what's it? the next step? That's that's the question to me is what is the next step after you lasso the bear? Because you're not going to flip that bear over and tie up its feet. That's not happening. What's the next step? Woohoo! Ma, look at this! <laughs> like, was the next step to try and ride the bear? Or like, what, what, what was your plan after that? <laughs> I wonder if he was trying to lasso the plastic barrel and pull it off. I don't know. I, I don't mean- know. <laughs> That is so weird. Why would that be your go-to thing? Like, why would you think, well, clearly I need to lasso the bear. I don't know. But you know what? I'm glad he did because it made a great story. Yes, it did. This is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem Show, and uh, we're here on Elevate FM, Rob and I. Today is a holiday. Um, we want of to course. celebrate the holiday today, and the way there's a food holiday today, and Rob, Rob has a hard time when we do food holidays because they make him very hungry. <laughs> yes, I do. And he gets mad. When he's hungry, he, he's an and angry. And then I get hangry. He's an angry, hungry man. <laughs> when he gets hungry, he gets angry because he's not eating the things he's talking about. So before I mention this food, I just want somebody who's listening to go ahead. As soon as I mention it, I want you to start preparing it and bringing it to the studio Ooh. so that Rob can eat what we talk about. And that way he won't yes. be angry. Yes. yes. So, Rob, you're prepared to do this. You're going to eat the food when they bring it here and then you won't be angry anymore. Well, Good. as long Good. as it's because not today as long is, as it's not a vegetable <laughs> or fish. Because today is National Oyster Day. So bring Rob a big plate of steaming oysters. Better yet, raw. Bring him some escargot and just let him go to town oh, so he won't be angry anymore. Oh, now I want to throw up. Oh, man. <laughs> Man, That's the best like there's, setup ever. there's some seafood stuff that I could imagine maybe trying to put into my mouth, but an <laughs> oyster, an oyster, really? Oh, Why great. would you eat that? That oh, would be like great. scooping up moss and like putting it in your mouth. That's the land equivalent of an oyster. You know, you can filter water through moss. That's moss is really gross. good. It has iodine. It's disgusting. Oysters are just slimy things <laughs> hidden inside a shell. That's gross. You shouldn't put it in your mouth. They are they are places to grow pearls, right? Oh, so gosh. I've had now I feel <laughs> nauseous. Now I'm going to just sit here and feel nauseous all day because I'm going to be thinking about oysters in my mouth. I've never had an oyster. I've had clams. And that's equally as gross. They are the I did not enjoy them. They were very chewy and salty. I, not, oh, wasn't good. Goodness, now, I do like clam man. chowder. Clam chowder is good. No, no, but I no, it's oh, not. not. It's not those. good. That's so, disgusting. Anyway, I'm just glad that someone is on their way up here right now with some oysters for Rob. Please don't. Please, I'm going to leave right <laughs> now just in case. <laughs> this is morning, man. This is the Morning Mayhem. We've got your daily dose from James 514. Getting you a little scripture to start your day. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. 
And, you know, this is one of those things where, you know, I think sometimes we we read this verse and kind of kind of write it off as like, oh, as like, oh, well, that's kind of a sounds like kind of an awkward thing. Like maybe maybe that's just maybe that's just like a like an old thing. Like we, we ought not do that anymore. But this is actually something that I think is a very biblical practice and is something that I know within our church still sometimes happens. And especially when we find, you know, people that are very ill or very um, that are really, really struggling, that this is an important part of doing doing it is is calling the, the your church and here it talks about specifically the the elders and leaders of your church to come and pray uh, over that person to pray over you if it is that you're ill is is to call on people to come and pray and I I you know I we're in in a in a place in our world where we believe so heavily in in science and medicine that sometimes we forget that truly one of the best things that you can do when you when you're in a place physically where you are ill is to really is to call on the church to pray for you because we serve and and worship a god who's in control of everything. He's in control of the wind and the waves and all of creation. And that means he's also in control of everything around you, including your own body. And that God can bring you healing even before a doctor can. And while we still, you know, trust doctors and we still, you know, get that type of medicine in the hospitals and whatever, we also fully trust in God to be able to bring healing into our lives. But may we, may you, as if you know, if you're in a place physically where you need that, is call on the church to come and pray for you call on the leaders of your church to come and pray for you and expect that god can do something great this is the morning mayhem on elevate fm german auto manufacturer audi has come out with some big uh news they are going to take on tesla on their own turf They have announced they're ramping up their electric car plans, and they hope, believe, that they will have three models on the road by 2020. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, you know what? That's not a huge surprise because, I mean, I think every automaker out there um, is is having to start to take the whole electric car thing seriously now because Tesla has really raised the bar as far as what that means and what that looks like. We kind of, I think we all kind of had this image in our head of what an electric car looked like before, and Tesla came in and totally smashed that. Yeah, yeah, they did. They've they've got fantastic vehicles. People want to own. They're beautiful. They're functional. Um, right. You know, the only downside I've heard is that generally the charging is pretty awful. Like, um, oh, if, really? If you don't have one of those charging stations, like even the charging stations take a while. But like, if you have to just plug it into the wall, like it, like you could charge it like for 24 hours and it'll give you like a 30 minute drive. Like it's you oh, have to have that super okay. high power charging gotcha. deal. Um, and that, that's I don't re- you know quote my numbers there. I've just heard people colloquially right, anecdotally right. say that. Now, um, from from an owner, I heard that from an owner one though. But Audi now here's the interesting thing about this: they are doing this in direct response to the emissions scandal that their parent company Volkswagen was Volkswagen. So Volkswagen yeah. cheated on emissions, made the world a dirtier place. So now they're going to clean it up. You know, hopefully by building a bunch of electric vehicles. Um, kind of, you know, help their image a little bit. Um, Absolutely. He, he also said they're working on a fuel cell car, but he said, you know, this is really focusing on basically a robot car that'll have auto drive, uh, probably won't even have a steering wheel or pedals. Um, oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's that's what they're they're really focusing on with these autonomous Well, my car cars. doesn't have pedals even now. I don't have to pedal it. I just push that's on, true. The, on the gas. That's true. Currently, your car goes, doesn't you know. have tires, so... 
It's true. I did blow out a tire on the freeway the other day. So you kind of need those, though. <laughs> Electric or conventional. This is Morning Megan. Toby Mac came out with a uh, tweet the other day where he said this. One of the best <laughs> bands ever released a long-awaited new one today. Wow. Rob, Okay. who do you think it was? Who is it? Who was he talking about? Who do you think? Well, I have to say I kind of cheated because I kind of know who it is. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, why don't you tell It him? is an all-time classic, though. Reliant K coming out with an album after, I think, about three years of having released their last one, which did not, did not really come well. out to did not live up to critical acclaim like it just uh, it did not do well well and i'm pretty sure that they had said they were done after the last one. Oh, did they really i think I, so i don't remember yeah, i think they hung it up they stopped touring they said we're done so yeah to come back out now uh, with their album air for free which from all accounts i actually haven't not got it yet but from all accounts i've heard is really good it's it's back to kind of the old reliant k um yeah you know, they had gotten into this like artsy thing for a while. We'll go to the cabin in the woods, write the songs, try new things. You right. know, and, and they said right. they're not going to do that anymore. They're going to go with what's tried yeah. and true. So, yeah. um, I mean, I'm excited. I, back in the day, like, you know, th- uh, Three Lefts Don't Mike a Right Before Do, yeah, that, yes. you know, that was yes. a great, uh, fantastic, fantastic album. album. Or Two Lefts yeah. Don't Make a Right But Three Do. That's what it was. Right. right. That was a great right. album. So, I mean, you get back to some of that. Um, you know that era of well i'm excited music. and especially to hear like genuine high praise from toby mack makes me want to go listen to it because i really you know I, I i have i think just about every single album they've made but uh, they i really did stop enjoying some of the stuff that they were putting out later and uh so hopefully this is a return to some of that fun light-hearted music that they put out that that is can be also very thoughtful so um man good for them and and hopefully we'll we'll see more about them coming up soon yeah and i hope it's full of puns because they were pun masters <laughs> this is as the, are you yes. my friend <laughs> they, they this is the morning man This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your Daily Dose of Scripture here on Friday, August 5th, the beginning of the Olympics. Pretty exciting. We have your scripture coming out of James chapter 5, verse 14, and it says this. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. So this is an ancient practice, and um, interestingly enough, olive oil, which is extremely common in Israel at this time, was um, is known to have medical properties. It's antiseptic. It's a, it's a germ killer. So obviously, you know, here's God giving the people knowledge they wouldn't have for thousands of years. Here's something you can use when you're hurt to help heal it. And so commonly people would use olive oil like we might use Neosporin. But more than that, oil was poured on the heads of people anointed by God. Think about David. When David was anointed, oil was poured on his head. It was poured on Saul's head. It is a sign of God's favor. It is a sign of God's presence. You know, it's like the spirit of God washing over you. And oil is not like water. Oil is, you know, thick and there's residue and it stays with you. You know, it gets in your skin and it's like the presence of God is permeating you. And so this ancient practice has really come, I think, back into favor in the last few years. I've been in a number of churches where somebody's been anointed with oil. Usually it's just a dab or a drop, you know, but maybe we just pour the whole jar on. I don't know. But this <laughs> this right. is um, this is a practice that says we have faith that healing is going to come from God, um, that, that, that by doing this, laying our hands, praying, we're asking God to intervene and wash his spirit over us and work in our lives. Beautiful practice. 
the purpose of giving that to God even more important. This is The Morning Mayhem Show.